Hello, 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 hello. How are we doing, team? I hope you're all good. So, we are here for what I think is the last live session of 2022, which is absolutely crazy, isn't it? Um, it's mad because it wasn't even that long ago that I started thinking about, right, what kind of content shall I put out? You know, should we prepare for the end of the year? Should we do this and should we do that? I'm thinking, oh, God, we've still got ages. And then before you know it, we are well and truly in December, and today is the 14th. It's absolutely bonkers. We've got a couple of weeks left. It's crazy. Um, but yeah, so I've got um, hopefully a really, really helpful one today, hopefully a very empowering one, and something that I'd like to think everyone's going to be able to relate to in one way or another. Um, we're going to talk about something where there may be a certain hold over you, um, we might have certain beliefs, um, and then when I talk about the stories that we tell ourselves, that's exactly what I mean. That we believe something to be true, uh, we we believe it to be factual, we we give it power, and so therefore we are telling ourselves that story, and we're believing that it's true, but it doesn't mean that it is true. And this is the big thing. So this is a lot about breaking down those limiting beliefs and the things that really don't serve us um and i've tried to kind of guide this towards the the christmas uh, a christmas kind of way and yeah so this is the christmas edition um but let's dive right in so we are live at the moment obviously if anyone does jump on please say hello but at the same time i'm recording for the podcast um, so hopefully this is going to be a really, really powerful session. So I'm just going to keep on looking back and forth my notes here. But so what stories are you telling yourself? So a lot of what I want to do with you is to help build up your confidence, build up your self-esteem and ultimately give the power back to you. And believe it or not, that it really, really does start with a lot of the small stuff and the things that perhaps might be seemingly insignificant that we don't really think are going to make that much of a difference. But in reality, when it comes to, hey, hey, Beth, all the way from sunny Florida, look at this. I'm pleased you haven't actually posted any pictures in the group yet. I've been waiting um, for us all to be, you know, very upset about the fact that we're in, well, I've not got snow here, but I think a lot of the country's got snow and you're in beautiful, stunning American weather. Um, anyway, sorry. Um, but yeah, so so a lot of it is the seemingly small stuff that we don't really think has much of an impact. But in reality, it will have a big impact in the long run. And I think that's part of, the, part of the problem, isn't it? That when we think something won't actually really matter that much, we think eh, it's not going to make too much of a difference. But it's like um, it's like death by a thousand cuts, isn't it? That when we do something, one on its own, it's not the end of the world. But again and again and again and again, it makes a massive impact. So when we talk about uh, limiting beliefs and we, we think about these stories that we tell ourselves, a lot of the time, well, in fact, all of the time, it's, it's a learned behaviour, it's, it's a learned thing. Um, but for the majority, I can't remember the, the exact fact, but it's something like everything that we believe in life, we learn as a, as a child, you know, um, I can't remember. It's like something between like the ages of seven and 11 or something, but basically in your early childhood, the people who are typically authority people around us, it might be parents, might be um, school school teachers, uh, it might be anyone that has any kind of authority or role that we trust and that we look up to and that we spent a lot of time with, they will pass down subconsciously their beliefs, their thoughts, 
the things that they think are important. And because we trust them, we subconsciously take them on as our own. You know, we believe the same things and we believe them to be true. And a lot of the time we have incredible confidence in that. Like we are, we have unshakable belief in those elements and those things, right? And this can work both ways. That if someone tells you you're amazing, um, you're brilliant, you're beautiful, you're kind, you're strong, you're worthy, you're this, you're that, you're loved, you're all, all good things, you start to believe it. And typically, the more of those good things you have in mind, the better that's going to serve you in life because it's going to give you more confidence. It's going to make you feel like you can achieve this and you can do that. And of course, that's going to put you in the position where you do more, right? But it also unfortunately works the opposite way, where if you're told you're useless, you're rubbish, you're ugly, you're um, you're not important, you're all the nasty, nasty, horrible things. If you're told that enough times, you will also believe that and not just limited to our childhood. You know, it, it happens a lot in perhaps abusive relationships, perhaps where you might go into that relationship um, feeling confident, strong and empowered and in a really good place. But then after time, you just get chipped away, chipped away, chipped away. And, um, and I'm sorry in advance if this, hopefully it doesn't, but if it just does perhaps trigger certain things, perhaps things from your past. But, but it is really, really important that we discuss these kind of things because it all links in nicely. OK, um, if, as always, if anyone ever wants to chat, you know, please just reach out. Also, sorry if you can hear some screaming children downstairs. I'm sure nothing is actually going wrong, but Sophie's got a friend round, uh, so Daisy has a playmate round. Um, anyway, so the point of this podcast is what stories are you telling yourself? So what I want to try and identify, the things that might be holding you back, specifically around this time of year, based on things that perhaps you believe are to be true, that you've that, that might stop you doing certain things. So I've got a handful of examples here um, and I'm not expecting anyone to comment. I mean, if you, if you fancy that the couple of ladies that are on the live, if you want to, then feel free. If you've got anything that springs to mind, then please do. It'll be helpful. Uh, or perhaps comment on this post afterwards if you're watching the replay. But, um, but it'd be great to hear if there's anything that I say and you're like, oh my God, I do that. Or, oh, not quite that. But actually, that makes me think about in this situation, I do such and such. So things like it's rude to leave food, okay? So we could subconsciously think that it's rude to leave food. So in social events, we feel like we can't leave anything on our plate. And it could be, sometimes it's a generational thing. I think, like I remember my grandparents saying things like that, you know, you, you can't leave food and there's children starving in Africa and all that kind of stuff, which obviously is true and it's absolutely an issue. Um, but it makes us think, oh, well, you know, and that's embedded into our head, isn't it? Oh, I can't leave anything on my plate. Um, because there's other people in the world starving. So, you know, I need to make sure that I'm making the most of this type thing. Uh, or it would it would come across rude in front of others if I if I didn't, if I left anything behind. So that could be something which could be holding you back over this period of time because we might be eating around a friend, we might be at a restaurant, it might be something like that. And we might feel inclined to finish the whole portion even though we don't need it, we don't even want it, but because we don't want to come across as rude. So we're trying to 
make someone else happy at the detriment to ourselves. And we don't even know we're doing this. Like, by, by the way, this is all going to be unconscious. It's all, all going to be done without, you know, this just on autopilot without even thinking about it. So that's just one random example. Um, another one which I think is really, really relatable here is that you have to eat what's in front of you, right? So a couple of different ways that this could be. It could be that you're around a friend's, right? And this is something which can happen quite often, that you go around a friend's, having some drinks, they're, they're putting on a spread of some kind, and you have no idea what they're going to prepare. But again, you feel like you have to eat what they put in front of you. And I've said to, to clients in the past, like, no worries. Well, you know, if you don't know what you're having, why not send that friend a text and say, look, I've, I've really been focused on my food recently. I'm doing really, really well. I feel really great. Can I just ask what's on the menu? What kind of things are you, are you thinking? Just so I've got a bit of an idea in, in mind kind of thing. Because the reality is, initially, we will think, oh, I couldn't possibly do that. I mean, what, what would that friend think of me? They'll think I'm weird and I'm strange and doing this and doing that. But actually, if it's a real friend, they're going to support you on your journey. They're going to want to help you. They're going to want to, you know, the, the likelihood is if they're a good buddy, they're probably going to say, oh, I, I didn't realise or, oh, that's great. Um, I had X, Y, Z in mind. Is there anything, you know, does that work for you? Or could I tweak that? Or, you know, how could I, do you know what I mean? A true friend would go out of their, well, not even go out of their way, but, they would, as in they wouldn't need to, but they would make those tweaks and, and changes, right? And they wouldn't judge or they wouldn't think, oh, God, look at you on a diet. Do you know what I mean? So it's it's trying to let go of these stories that we tell ourselves because the reality is it's rubbish and it's not actually doing anything apart from holding us back. And then we go into said social situation feeling more awkward, feeling more nervous, feeling more apprehensive, feeling more anxious because we don't know what's going to happen where we could have just had that simple conversation and it would have made things even better. Um, same kind of thing goes along with like restaurants. Like so often clients will be like, oh my God, I, I went to such and such restaurant and I really struggled to make a good choice. I ended up basically eating like an idiot for want of a better way of putting it. Um, but I had this and I had that because there wasn't anything sent upon the menu. I remember back in the day, like I used to go into anywhere and if I wanted extra veg on the side and it wasn't a, an optional side dish on their menu I would just be like oh hey mate can I order the whatever I can't think of an example but can I order this but can I have a side of greens on the side or um, can I have this but can you take the skin off or can I have this but can you change this for that like most places sometimes I might get a bit arsy but who cares? Like, they're not going to spit in your food. They're not going to charge ridiculous extra for it. Like, they're not going to do anything. Um, but this is the thing. Like, don't feel bad about asking for a change. Like, don't, you know, if it's going to help you and suit you and we can make this work even better, then that's what we need to do. Because remember, that's why we're here. You know, you know my ethos that we want to make sure that social events, eating out of restaurants, eating, eating around friends, the better we can make this work and fit in with you, the more likely you're going to have of doing it more regularly, therefore enjoying life at the same time as achieving long-term results and making it part of a lifestyle. So again, it's just trying to detach or or break down this story you tell yourself about the each and, each and every scenario and think, actually, is 
you know, what's actually going to happen here? I'm going to come on to that in a minute. Um, but let's go for another example. Uh, what did I have written down? I can't look like I'm being boring. So th this is this is a big one. And do you know what? Some people can be absolute dickheads sometimes. It does my head in. Uh, I won't say who, but but one one of you said the other day that you went into the office and you work partially in the office, partially from home. Went in an office. I can't remember the exact thing. Someone's birthday and they got cakes in, and literally said oh do you have a cake it's such such birthday or whatever it was um and then the client was like oh no um i'm absolutely fine thanks i've, I've literally just eaten uh, I'll, I'll sit with you and have a coffee though type you know type thing which is what's wrong with that nothing wrong with that um and this woman was like no 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 come on you, you, you need to have this da, 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 da. and I, I can't remember how the conversation went but basically it gave so much resistance and made it almost impossible like almost getting into a row because this person was kind of hesitant about having a slice of cake and they'd said no I, I'm, I'm genuinely I'm fine type thing and this is the thing that does my head in it's like just let someone do what they want to bloody do because I can guarantee it now, and I know exactly what would have been going through that person's mind is she would have been thinking, "I'm going to get as many other people as possible to join me in eating cake because I want to. I want to smash my face in with this, right? I want to eat as much as possible, and the more people around me that are doing the same means that I won't feel as guilty. And that's that's typically, or a variation of that, is what it would have been. Um, but yeah, so the whole. You can't look. I, I don't want to look like I'm, be, like I'm being boring, and that could be um, in relation to food. It could be in relation to drink. You know, you could go to a social and say, "Oh, sorry guys, I'm driving, so I'm only going to have the one, or I'm not going to have any, whatever." Um, and, and it's easy to, to be worried and think, "Oh, but oh, my friends are all going to be getting hammered, or my friends are still uh, they're going to be having dessert, or they're going to be having this." But this is the thing: stop telling yourself that you need to do that to have a good time or you know to enjoy yourself or to be part of it like as i spoke about th there's nothing wrong with if you did want to have a drink or if you did want to let your hair down and enjoy whatever food they were having crack on enjoy it but this time of year when there's 20 different different social events where you're in the position of eating out drinking blah 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 that's where we we typically want to try and have somewhere we don't go as mad somewhere we let our hair down a bit more blah 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 you, you know as i was talking about the other day categorizing them into three different areas kind of thing um but it's this thing of oh i don't want to look like i'm being boring oh i don't know you know like why who who cares because one it definitely doesn't make you boring and two who who would say that it would be like and and even more so from there who gives a shit what someone else thinks? Like it's, yeah. Um, what else did I have on here? And the last one I had was um, others might think this of you or others might think that. And that's that's very generic. But I'm sure that you can relate in one way or another. Uh, it could be about what thing you might wear. Uh, it could be what, what you might eat. Um, you know, it might be that you want it, you're going out for a meal and you don't want to make a sensible, healthy middle ground choice. Uh, for the worry that someone's going to call you out and be like, oh, come on, it's Christmas, you can't order that now. Oh, have the burger, oh, have the... Da, 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 da. Which, again, nothing wrong with having the, you know, unhealthy choice, whatever, because 
we can make it work we can factor it in it's enjoyable absolutely but if you didn't if you plan to not have something like that and someone's giving you grief or you're worried about someone's opinion before they've even said it this is what we need to try and do right so what i want you to think about are the different stories that i've said the different examples or and or um any that you're thinking of as i've been talking through this you've hopefully thought about one or two that that perhaps you've you've believed for a very long time and perhaps might be holding you back i want you to ask yourself what will actually happen if you say no right like so what would actually happen if you did leave some food on your plate um and it was perhaps drummed into you by your mother 20 30 40 years ago that it's rude to leave food on your plate right what would actually happen like yes you might get that element a little bit of disapproval but really what actual damage or what problem would that cause because in the end it's only going to be that you're going to be the one that suffers. It's to, it's to your detriment, isn't it? Um, what would actually happen if you, you know, if you um, didn't eat what was in front of you? Like I said, if you were going to a social and you said to a friend, "Oh, I know you're you're planning on doing X, Y, Z, but instead of this, could we tweak this to that or something?" You know, what would actually happen? Because in reality, as I said before, if they're a good friend of yours they'll support you and they'll they'll help you and they'll yeah there might be that little bit of oh go on it's christmas but if they're a real friend and you said oh do you know what i appreciate that and i know but i'm really focused at the minute and i'm I'm feeling really really good and i I don't want to ruin the momentum i have um so i'd appreciate if we can do blah 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 like then they're not going to care and even if you get a little bit of grief for it in the short term they really won't care and this is the thing we need to try and change is the story we tell ourselves about i can't do this or i can't do that or i have to abide by this or i have to do that because and then the, the reason we attach to it here is what we need to change because in reality it's not true so this is what i wanted to try and do today and i really really hope that this has helped to bring certain things to mind in a nice way as I said, I'm, I'm really hoping I haven't triggered anything or brought up any emotional elements of the past and things like that. That's not my intention. Um, but at this time of year, when there's so many events and so many things going on, it, it can be very easy just to go into autopilot on certain things. So, And, you know, we do need to address all these things all year round. But certainly at Christmas, you know, there's going to be lots of situations like that. So that's what I want you to think about here is, the type of things that you tell yourself and I really want you to start to challenge whether they actually will do like if the consequence you're worried about or you think will happen ask yourself is it actually going to happen because I bet it probably won't um but yeah so really want you just to to get have a bit of a think about that and if you want to share in fact if you can share with me um a scenario that's you know that that's kind of made you think of in your mind something that perhaps you do that you're worried about and i'll gladly try and try to help you challenge it because sometimes it just takes talking to someone else for you to think oh yeah do you know what that actually makes makes sense now like i've been worried about this for years or i've told myself i have to do this or i have to do that and i've always thought people would judge me and i've always been worried about this but I don't, now I don't know why, like kind of thing. So please let me know. 
And if there's any way that I can help you to overcome that and to help to challenge challenge that thought process, then that's going to be the key. Um, I'll have to open this box for for a, another session and another podcast episode because it is so powerful when we think about behaviour change. And it was always explained to me that when we talk about habits, that if you think about uh, our brain and we think about neural pathways, that to make a new neural pathway, which the the more solidified that is in place, that's the, the stronger the habit will be. You think about a jungle, right? And you think about that you're you're wading your way through, and that you know it's thick, thick, thick. You, you can't get through, so you take a machete and you start hacking away at certain things, and and you you make a path through, and you know you you've got through the other side. It was really, really hard, but you've done it. The next person that comes through, they're going to see there's a bit of a path there, and then they're going to take the machete. They're not going to have to work as hard as you did. They're going to cut a few little bits off, slip a few bits off the edges, but it's going to be a lot smoother. Next person, they've got pretty much a clear cut path. Next person, it's completely like trodden ground. It's easy to walk through. You've got gaps either side. And before you know it, you've got uh, a very clear path and it's very easy to walk through that way. It's the same with habits that once you've created something and it's embedded and it's it's there, that is the route we're going to choose every single time because it's the easy one, you know? Um, whereas if we think about changing habits and making things, you know, doing, doing things differently, that becomes the problem because we've got to hack our way through and it's bloody hard work and we're going to feel like we want to give up and it's going to be difficult. So we always revert back to the, the easy option. Again, it's all subconscious. We don't even know we're doing this. Um, but that's why we need to challenge this because that path, that neural pathway, that track through the jungle has been there for 10, 15, 20, 30, 40, 50, however long years. So it is going to be difficult to, to move away from, but this is why we need to challenge it. This is why we need to really think about the, um, like how factual it actually is because I bet there's zero fact, zero evidence to support it. It's just because someone else has told you you shouldn't do this because X, Y, Z, and there's some absolute rubbish reason. Um, but anyway, so I've gone off on a few different rants. Um, but really, really hope that that was helpful, guys. Um, really hope that you've taken something from that. And again, please, please share. Please let me know, whether that's privately, if, if perhaps it is more of a sensitive so, um, subject, but please let me know. Um, and if there's any way I can help you to overcome those different things, then I would love to. But um, yeah, and if you have jumped on a bit late, I can see we've got Tracy and Emma. Hello, ladies. Um, yeah, if you if you have jumped on late this is going to be um available to watch from the beginning in a couple of minutes and then i will be popping on the podcast in the next 10 or 15 minutes so anyways have a fantastic afternoon and evening ladies and i shall speak to you all very soon take care